Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Hey everyone, big news from the boys of the last podcast on the left. Check out the last comic book on the left, our most sinister comic anthology. It now has a volume two. Please pre-order now at Z2Comics.com. We have an even bigger stable of artists and talent and writers and everyone that we did for the first one, although the first one is fucking amazing and it's still available on Z2Comics.com. But we're asking you to go pre-order number two, Z2Comics.com. You're going to like the way you read. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gee. want you to know oh boy here we that go i'm happy for you i wish nothing but the best for you both <laughs> an older version of me is she provided like uh. me would she go down on you in a theater oh Does wait actually i just realized last morning that went down on uh would you have your david coulet in a I'm movie sure theater is that a lyric excellent mother yeah because wow. i love that jane wasn't able to make it up <laughs> to be open wire no and every time you speak her name does she know how you told me and hold me until you die till you die <laughs> but I'm still alive and I'm here to revive you and does it not just damn going back? deep today yeah, Jackie yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. because most of my problem song. is that like I could I just like I couldn't stop myself once you start on oh man what an amazing song you ought to know is just starts off that seething anger and oh my god what an angry Hey, man, Jagged Little Pill still fucking does it, man. Hey, I listened dude. to all of it yesterday because of this article, and I was like, damn, this shit holds up. <laughs> dude, you got to go watch that doc on uh, HBO with yeah. the uh, making of Jagged Little Pill. Ready uh, for it. Documentary, all the old footage of the concerts and stuff. Uh, yeah, dude, um, which is crazy. The late, great Taylor Hawkins uh, actually uh, was the drummer before for Alanis before he moved on to Foo Fighters. Hell yeah, Wait, I did really? not know. That. Yeah, totally. Holy totally. shit. There's one kind of gross part of the documentary there where he was just like, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like, she was such like a, a, a feminist forward kind of act, but we were just getting laid like crazy on that tour, man. They were all just like <laughs> trying to hang out with Atlantis and be like, yeah, yeah, go make it. You know what I mean? I was just like, all right, you fucking filthy animal. <laughs> it must have been fun. But uh, I will say, okay, you brought this up because Dave, Dave, Dave Coulier from Full House 
talks about how like he realized while listening to the song that the song was about him. I would like to pose this. There's not really a lot of intimate details in that song. The only intimate detail that I've heard so far, and I think maybe the only one that might exist in the song, is I went down on you in a theater. So I think we could put it together. I think we could deduce that Dave Coulier realized the song is about him because Alanis Morissette sucked his fucking dick in some kind of a theatrical scenario. Sounds awesome, but I will say Alanis Morissette has said that there are six of her exes that have come to her saying, this song is about me. And she's how like, many dicks how is she sucking? That's her signature move. Her signature move is that her thing? A theater. theater. Like, are we talking a play? Like, are they watching? Yeah, are we talking a movie theater or a stage show? I mean, I guess a movie theater, but that is a move right there. That I mean, come on. How could you think the song was about you? You're so vain. How could you think the song is about you? And at the same time, hear the lyric, I went down in your theater and it had not have happened to you. So if that. But the whole song, though, was about how like you immediately went and got somebody else. So I think that means that six of her exes immediately started dating someone else after that they too. Dated. Who also went down on them in a theater. On the yeah, who theater. also went down them in the theater. Man. <laughs> Sucking dick in the theater. Well, that was kind of a more common thing back in the day. We had, you know, yeah. everybody got finger banged watching fear in the movie theater with and the I roller Say, yeah. I'm against porn and how many times that I thought when I was young, I thought that like, oh, everyone puts their penis in the popcorn bucket so you can jerk it off. Like yeah, I thought that, that was a normal that would practice. Hurt. Now painful that would be the kernels and the salt. Covered in grease. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I thought so that that's just what bad. you did. Yeah, right. That would hurt painfully. <laughs> well, that was the funny thing too, though. How many painful situations you got in in the Th- early throes of lust as a, as a young you know woman or man. I mean, you didn't know what you were doing. Every blowjob was toothy. Every <laughs> fucking you know luber like I think that's a sex ed thing that needs to be talked about more. Like lubricant, lubricant, lubricant. Come hang out over on Jay and Doctor J <laughs> talking sex on Tuesday nights over on Twitch.tv forward slash Oh No It's Jackie. We it just is, talked about depression and sex, and it was great. It took me way too long to realize like it doesn't. You don't need anal for this. Like lubricant is an important addition to any. <laughs> Bad boy drawer. I'm or sorry, whatever I'm it is. just picturing like Holden having giving his like what you know, ten years from now, fifteen, whatever, however many years from now, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years from now, giving his child the se- his like you know adolescent child the sex talk and being like lubricant, 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 lubricant. lubricant. <laughs> if I may Get quote it. myself, keep it lubricant, juicy, lubricant, lubricant. Get into the game. Just get it in the rotation. Yeah, get it in the rotation. You know, because there's just moments when you're gonna. I had an entire relationship. I now, in hindsight, I'm like, I should have been using lubricant the whole time, and we just didn't, and just suffered through the early stage. Because well, people the... get embarrassed of using words. Like, there's no embarrassment. No, yeah, it's not fine. No, the, right. the, the, the wetness would happen, but you just, it's a, ju- sometimes you need like a jumper cable on that, and that's where the lubricant comes in. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's where. And that's a man that knows. And then the, Witness happens. Am I sounding more and more like Jordan Peterson by the second with my uh, no, profound knowledge of sex? Am I just insinuating I'm not able? I can make them wet, guys. I'm not trying to say I can't make them wet, guys. Just sometimes, you know, there's certain different. Uh, you need a people, jumper cable. Uh, the in there. Different people that- have different situations, scenarios, matriculation. No, you, you, think that, you think that women are people, and that's the fundamental difference between you and Jordan right. Peterson. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Right, but right. No, you're. I mean. 
Okay, so listen, Dave Coulier is sitting in the, in the, 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 the okay, here's the other thing. That's He's going to use some right? lubricant, am I right? I mean, please, please. Yeah, you're going to want to get out the lubricant, Alana. And it sounds like, I mean, just imagine what early 90s movie they were in when she gave him the beach. It had to have been like Three Men and a Baby or something, you know? Like, oh, well, that's a good guess. I, or look, look who's... Look who's talking. Look who's yeah. talking. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows there used to be a fucking baby, MJ, in the situation where you get a fucking. I'm thinking of the movies that I watched in the early 90s, but maybe yeah, it they, could have been like Land was... Before Time 4. I'm putting my Please. money on Last Action Hero. Yeah, Ooh, it right. it's, it's a been long like, movie. It could have been a Schwarzenegger movie or something. Yeah. yeah the tar pit like scenes. And again, I do think that literally every, every person, if they were around that the right age got had some finger bang or or jerk off scenario watching the movie fear with the roller coaster oh, scene it was classic. it was yeah. like people specifically went to the theater to have sexual acts at a point it seemed like growing up right i, I mean i think was, and that's that i think that is why that he couldn't he so many guys could have thought that the song was about them because i think you're right i think if you were a, a sexual person in the early 90s, you just had gotten off in a theater. So Got blown like, in a movie theater, and I didn't lose my virginity until the 2000s, so that would make sense, right? Because it's yeah. insane to me to get blown in a movie theater. I mean, fingering's one thing, because, you know, you can kind of like... You can. I think you can sneak it a little bit better. Yeah, can you explain on. it, Holden? <laughs> <laughs> is she take? Yeah, because it's just. Is she taking a nap on his lap? You know what I mean? Is she taking a very restless nap on his lap? I mean, there's especially no, back then like there weren't like the fancy seats either. So it's like no. you you were on you were just on that sticky floor. Yeah. Most likely, because oh, yeah. you can't bend over if you can't lift up the. I mean, maybe I'm just yeah. A that's right. They didn't even person, have. But... They didn't have the vibrating chairs. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't have, have any of that lift up stuff. the armrest. Yeah, it was the back thing. in the day. It was the fucking old days. Dave <laughs> Coulier's response when he was like, "Oh." Wow, this girl can sing, is what he said, as if, like, they dated for two years. You don't know what she sounds like? She has a very specific voice. I know this is before she made it really big, but he's like, I hear the hook for you all to know come on the radio, and I'm like... Wow, this is a really cool hook. I want to punch Dave Coulier in the face. Yeah. Like the bully comes out when he's like, and I had no idea that this was her record. And then I was like, I'm listening to the lyrics going, oh, oh no, I can't be this guy. <laughs> Shut up, Dave Coulier. Like I just fucking, don't trust him. What's her name from Big Mouth is the sound <laughs> Dave Coulier sounds. I do not trust him. I admittedly have totally come around uh, on Bob Saget, who seemed, who for some reason I thought maybe I couldn't trust, and it turns out everybody could deeply trust him. Seems like John Stamos is somewhat trustworthy. I'm not sure why I've landed on Uncle Joey as being the least trustworthy one of them all. Oh, yeah. But I just don't trust him. He was an 80s comic. It's because he's a comedian. Yes, he's a comedian with a puppet. Right? Like, it's just, there's just, that guy's got to have so many fucking skeletons in his closet. Like, and we all, and you know, we've all been cursed by the knowledge that he is the inspiration for Jagged Little Pill and nobody wants to know that because it doesn't make sense. Yes. And with the amount of dick jokes he made with the beaver puppet, which is like, I guess fun, but you gotta not, you gotta be a little wary of a comedian with a beaver puppet who has a kid's show that's constantly talking about his wood. (laughs) Remember that? Oh, I remember. That's weird, right? (laughs) I never honestly ever thought that the wood 
Mr. Woodchuck's obsession with wood had to do with. Oh, he's not. I'm sorry. He's a woodchuck, not a beaver. You're right. His name is literally Mr. Woodchuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the difference is. Oh, yeah, because I guess the beaver, it's like a vagina reference. Yeah. I don't know, Jackie. Maybe he just, maybe that's all in your head and you're the person. Am I the deviant? I think you might be the deviant only in this case. I still think that. That Joey Gladstone slash Dave Coulier has to be some sort of deviant because it again it just somebody's on somebody on that show besides the Olsen twins has to be the the, the weirdest one and it's yeah. gotta be him. Also, Am I the Deviant is a great reality show. Come on, like <laughs> Am I the Deviant? Come on, <laughs> guys. It's kind of like FBoy Island. You've got like uh, lady contestants, and they have to figure out. There's a bunch of dudes, and they have to figure out who Which had a criminal, a sexual <laughs> criminal past. Yes, <laughs> which would be great. Yeah, yeah. And they're would, like, you know, I'm pretty it's sure very marketable he... in the Me Too post Me Too era. To and be it like... turns out, uh, I think it's um, Mr. Ricky Martin. Can you step forward, Am please? Am I the Deviant? Bah, Mr. Bah, Ricky bah, Martin. Bah, I believe. Bah, I can't be a deviant. Most men would still, even if they weren't the deviant, they would still be just like cold sweating the entire time waiting to be like, did they find something? Am I a deviant? Because remember after the Harvey Weinstein thing, all all these straight men were like, is it, uh, I don't know. I don't think I ever did anything really bad, but maybe I did. You know, like. Uh, Oh, I had people, I saw people I know cancel themselves. They would get on uh, uh, and write uh, diatribes about how they like just had an awkward evening with a lady. And I'm just like, you don't have to admit this, bro. You can just keep this one in the pocket. I don't think no one cares. It's I don't okay think if you've cares. hurt women's feelings in the past. It's okay if you, even if you've been a dog, and if you want to just kind of like do a, a, a solo accounting of the ways that you may have. Yeah, hurt, that's you good. If you want to, why don't you DM that person and be like, "Hey, right. I feel like shit about this. Yes. I just want to apologize to you. We don't need to know. I no. don't need to know, bro. I get it. We've all been there. I've, I, you know, I was a. Filthy, uh, you know, they called me uh, the deviant Frankie Fuckhound in college <laughs> was my nickname. I'm so glad we finally got around to Frankie Fuckhound. Right? Because I can't believe we like, haven't brought it up at this point. I can't believe I, I haven't called you this live on the show yet. Dude, I set up, I had to actually install like a revolt, like an office building revolving door for my apartment. <laughs> That's how crazy it got. <laughs> one would out, come man. in as the other one was leaving. It was insane. Oh yeah, he got, yeah, such a fuckhound, man. Yeah. Nuts. Fuck they called me the pound puppy. I was just <laughs> slamming. You're just thinking about your own pound puppy that oh, you Oh, right, whatever. To- <laughs> Maybe it was a sexual agreement with my pound puppy that now exists in my apartment <laughs> to this day that was refurbished by my mother. But regardless. <laughs> she scraped all the cummies off of <laughs> people, people have no. I love the people who are like just started listening or have no idea any of the background of this and are like, what the fuck are they talking? He about? loved his. Bo- Everybody I get had it. You a loved his animal. pound puppy. Everybody had a stuffed animal or a blankie or something that started out as their like special thing they need, and then all of a sudden they're kind of humping it, um, and they don't know why. And that's it. That's all. I'm t- that's all I'm trying to say. There were no cummies, Jackie. Because I was speaking of humping it, and not knowing why. Are you also the deviant, like you said, Ricky Martin is. Yes, that was my segue I, I liked it earlier. Yeah, Ricky Martin, man, unbelievable stuff. I mean, it's, you know, it's dark. Yeah. But also, it just always blows me away. But, you know, hey, the heart wants what it wants, right, Ricky? But I just, I'm like, if you have it, like, I feel like if you're in the position, but maybe it's an idle hands thing, because he hasn't been doing a lot lately. So maybe he just got, he just fell to the, to the to the uh, the lazy boredness gods or In something. I don't know what's going on. You were but unaware. Ricky Martin nephew. has been. Um, he is 
being uh, I don't I know what's the word MJ you know not arrested he's not arrested yet incarcerated uh, no accused no, that's he's accused. being accused allegedly allegedly about his re- a sexual relationship he has been having with his 21 year old nephew um who is has brought up charges against Ricky Martin for incest and um abuse right and of domestic violence and um this is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for 21. all of us to wrap our yeah. minds this around. Is, nobody wants this. <laughs> this is this is a rough one. And right, of course, the, the, this is the thing with all celebrities, where it's like you could have anybody, right? Anyone. But abusers yeah. aren't like that. It's not about, of course, it's not about sex. It's about abuse. And this is just like a Ricky Martin was preying on this person. Yeah, because the well, the inverse of that too, though, is is like you can exactly you can have anyone because no one's gonna fuck with you. Right. You're Ricky right, right. fucking Martin. Right. And you get whatever Ricky gets what Ricky fucking wants, MJ. Right. And if Ricky wants his tw- 20 year old nephew, it started at 20 or 21. I'm not exactly sure. Either way, bit bit on the young, uh young, young side for sure. Right. And of yes. course inherently abusive be- given the you know, the relationship and the status and the power. Yes. Right. There's no way that you can have a, even though that person is an adult, there's no way that, I mean, maybe I'm out of line here, but I think that it's pretty impossible to, to, for that interaction to ever be fully consensual when you have that much of a power differential, you know, and that, and a, and a literal built in, you know, structure hierarchical relationship in the family. Yeah, it's a rough one. I was like, why is Ricky Martin trying to No! Oh, no! Yeah, yeah. That's yes. a lot of people's experience, right? That was how I found out was just somebody being like, what the fuck happened with Ricky Martin as a tweet? And then you find out that way and you go, you look back and you're like, oh my God, yeah. we're talking about this this week. But I mean, come on, guys. Uh, let me ask you this. Have you ever had uh, intimacy uh, quandaries towards a niece or nephew? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, hold. <laughs> all right, Captain Fuckhound or whatever your name is. <laughs> all right, come on. I'm not saying I have. I'm not saying I have every year. I like both of our responses were to just laugh. I was like, I don't. What am I think I my cousin that? and I called each other a boyfriend and girlfriend when we were like four. Does that count? And uh, but uh, besides that, I, I think don't you think. should be arrested. I think you should <laughs> yeah. be on a list. Put him on the list. They thought it was cute. Well, I mean, also classically, my uncle married his cousin, so we had a wedding and a family reunion all in one, and it was very interesting. It was on a farm, and uh, I've talked about it before. It was very bizarre. <laughs> They've since uh, divorced. It's all good. Allegedly. No, they have. Is it all good? It sounds like it might not have been all good. I don't know. I mean, luckily he didn't do it in the fucking, where, where is Ricky? Because 50 Puerto years. Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rican sentence for incest. 50 years. Do you think, um, what do you think? Well, you guys don't know what how it, how it works in Puerto Rico. Do you think he's going to get any kind of like, because he's a celeb, he's going to get any kind of uh, of a I light. I think they might make a I think they would make a an example out of an him. Example I, out of I'm going to straight up say I didn't know that incest was illegal. I know that it's bad and I know it's that It's not illegal everywhere, right? I I, I, I had to like look it up because I was like I didn't know you could actually be put into jail. Um in California, a marriage or sexual relations between close relatives or blood relatives is prosecuted as a felony under the law. Felony. Wow. Yeah, I I I genuinely had no idea. I thought it was just the kind of thing where you're just like, yeah, no you definitely don't and it's definitely bad for many reasons, but I didn't know that you could be put into jail for it. I guess yeah. that like you'd have to have someone accuse you of it and have it go south. So I guess if you are 
like having an incestuous relationship, keep it kosher because <laughs> they could take you to the jail. Possible. I don't know if it's possible. Again, <laughs> inherently impossible. <laughs> <laughs> kosher. I mean, this is t- obviously there's easy. been a million examples throughout history of like extended cousins marrying each other and stuff. Yeah. So it's like on the one hand, perhaps you could argue that there's is like a narrow point of view to be like family, a narrow some sort of narrow cultural point of view. But I think that again, incest, generally speaking, I understand to be a taboo kind of across cultures. There aren't that right? many taboos that are universal, but like shit and incest, I think are two of them that <laughs> right? are like universally like we don't do that. And uh, I think that this is just an example. I mean, you know, I don't think that 50 years and 50 year sentences are almost ever the best option for anybody. No. But it does seem like that's just the wild development. But at the same time, if you even if you remove the incest, this is bad. A twenty one year old kid with uh, you know, uh domestic violence. Yeah, domestic violence violence and abuse. Right, right. I mean that just screams grooming and you know, the whole thing. And even though they're legal age, everything, I mean, that still is not a good look for Ricky, regardless. It's the incest and the fifty year sentence that makes you go, Whoa, I can't you know, that (laughs) when your eyes pop out of your head. Right. And the age difference. Again, it's like a twenty year old is an adult who can consent to all sorts of things but you know if we heard about a 20 year old you know woman with a guy with the age difference with Ricky Martin I think that on its face people would probably respond to that pretty negatively the heart wants what it wants said the great Woody Allen all right oh god now now Ricky Martin is claiming there was no sexual relationship between them that is what he is a sexual yep. relationship. Oh my God! Is the president ex president here? Oh, here's some saxophone for you. <laughs> oh, that's what a saxophone sounds yeah. like. I'm trying to get the black vote. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this. That's Don't bring us did. back. That's why he did it. Man, we are trapped in the early '90s. Huh? <laughs> I know. Yeah, what do we do? Figure back to the movie La theater. Vida Loca. We're living yeah, La Vida are. Loca. We got Bill Clinton playing saxophone on Arsenio Hall. I mean, what what is going on right now? I feel like I mean, it was a better time technically but you know in hindsight uh i don't know i think that we all have to i think it was probably a worse time i think that we're all unfortunately gonna have to take living la vida loca off our lists, and that's fine just like we took but it's so catchy it's so so is ignition we took it off our playlist it off got it wasn't on the playlist it seems i did not have living la vida (laughs) (laughs) you gotta take the Michael Jackson off your playlist. That's the yes. hardest one to take off. That's the, the hard one. You That's know, the hard one. All the rest of them you could take or leave. The Michael but Jackson. But Living La Vida Loca is a bop, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, it's fine. Were you guys Menudo fans? I wasn't, but I want to watch that doc because we can't, apparently Me it's too. pretty good. Now I really want to watch that doc. Is that yeah. terrible? No, of course not. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's kind of the best news. I wonder, is it like a publicity thing? I want to search for clues. I'm like, and then they came out with this song, Nephew Lover, and I <laughs> Great. Like, oh wow, there was some in love, and I really mean in love with my nephew. <laughs> We're not talking a family thing. Love, love. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think remember that, that song. No, there. Do, don't worry. There's too many songs like she bangs, she bangs. <laughs> oh baby, she moves, she moves. <laughs> I go crazy because she looks like a flower and I sting like a bee. Oh, yeah, that's Muhammad what he Ali does. Reference there. She that's bangs, great. she bangs. But don't you hear the she? How hard he hits that she. That 
there. She for sure woman bangs. <laughs> bangs me consensually. Yeah, yes. that song Not Ready to Come Out was the was a hit too. <laughs> I'm not ready to come out. I'm still living la vida. I will say it it was a different time. 1998 may as well have been like 100 million years ago when it came Uh to people being able to be who they really want to be, especially in the celebrity world. But still, that doesn't mean that you can have sex with your nephew and then beat him up. Yes, Ricky Martin. Who knows? I'm, it's jury's out on that. Are one you jury's jury out? In. You think you <laughs> believe in a court of law, right? Can you agree that Ricky Martin? Who knows if it's good or not? We have to find out with the jury. Well, jury I think we can agree that the facts look bad. <laughs> we don't know if the facts are true. It does but look I think we bad. can agree that the facts, if true, bad. <laughs> bad is true. Sage Woody Allen once said when he. Got together with his adopted daughter. The heart wants MJ. What the heart wants. Then bad now. (laughs) Man, Ah. we just we are chock full of badmins today because we got to talk about Army Hammer. The stuff is all over the place. Like I thought that was like all I could hope for Army Hammer. It's a ru- it's a rough one. It's a rough one this week, y'all. Yes, and, and to be fair, I have seen other people. I feel like Army Hammer resurfaced this week to be like people who were like, "What's going on with Army Hammer?" And Jackie's over here doing a doing a family tree well, of all the different never... cannibals in his family. Or Man, Army, Army Hammer's family is been. fucked up. By so the way. what is this? Give me this intel. I didn't know his whole family was a bunch. Yeah, of give me a little genogram of the Army Hammer sexual family. Sexual TV. Yeah, what? Uh, you don't have to. If it's too dark, maybe uh, be vague. But just give, yeah. me, give me the. We don't give need me the, the elevator. Details, but I do want. Yeah, the, give me the. I want the. I want to know how exactly how fucked up this fucking family. Is. It's that thing where I want to get a little close to it, but I don't want to get burned. I want to like put my hand right over the flame, but like not actually. <laughs> yeah. So you want to know things like how Army Hammer's father, Michael, had this structure about seven feet high that features a chair with a hole in the seat, a cage underneath, and a hook with it. Yes. Like I is do that? Wait, know that's what you want to know about that. it. That Holy is with the hammer coat of arms painted on the seat of it. In one photo, Michael, his father, sits atop the throne grinning while holding the head of a blonde woman sitting in the cage and also smiling. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) I looked into this a little bit further because Army Hammer and the reason I wanted to make sure before I started yelling about Army Hammer that he is truly a bad person. And again, I know under a court of law, I guess we can't uh, like uh, definitely say it, but I'm going to definitely say that Army Hammer, am I the deviant? <laughs> the answer is yes. And yes. Yeah, yeah. And the re- I, you know, there's, we're not incarcerating anybody, so it's okay for us to speculate on whether this whether we believe the charges, the allegations. But also, I think you're speaking towards something, and this does is when things get great. I mean, you host a weekly show, a sex-positive show. You know, there's, like, so many different kinds of kinks out there. Like, uh, being open to that sort of thing is something I think you strive for. But it gets into this awkward territory where, like, where is the line? Where is the line where, like, the kink or whatever gets to a point where it's in a territory that is, like, Maybe not cool. Right? Is, is when that it is what you, unconsensual and right. when there's no respect and when yeah. and when there's no communication, unconsensual and no respect given and and received through the process. Okay, right. Yeah. This fuck chair might be totally fine if both people using the fuck chair are into it. Are down, but we we know for sure that that's not the case with Army Hammer. We know for sure that this isn't just kink. This is him 
ex- you know, abuse, exploitation, all these things, right? Yes, and especially even down to the fact that, like, when he openly said, like, of course I don't, like, use my, like, blood play kinks and things like that with my wife. I respect yes, my wife. Yeah. Which is, uh, like, yeah, one bad. of the, like, that is truly abhorrent. It truly goes to share. And I mean, the, we're talking about Army Hammer, who was included in a Vanity Fair spread of heirs and heiresses in 2009 because he is the heir to the Occidental Petroleum Fortune. This is, we're talking generational wealth of this guy. And I wanted to make sure that I w- had the information properly, that, that like, it is known in his entire family, not not obviously not all of the family, but specifically his father and his grandfather that were known to be sexual sadists. And again, consensual, then great. Right. But there's certain, like the way of like the uh, accusations of sexual abuse, the, 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 the things that I just read about that I'm not going to get into about the things that his family has, at least it's been known in the world, but they're so rich that not a lot has happened to them. And that doesn't make Army Hammer necessarily a bad human being. He could have gotten help. And he could have, you know, worked to not be like that. But right. then not on top of, it, of re- people are capable of redemption. And- right. But the many accusations that are out against him. And that's why when people are like, oh, my God, look at Army Hammer. He's he's working as he's sh- like selling timeshares in Cabo. Isn't that fucking hilarious? It's like like I'm in there like, but now he needs to make money for his family. I don't feel bad for this guy. Apparently the family has cut him off. And now people are like, isn't it so great Robert Downey Jr. is helping him because Mel Gibson helped Robert Downey Jr. through his time when it came to like addiction and like his downfall in Hollywood. And so Robert Downey Jr. is trying to pass along Mm. the goodwill and he is providing a place for Army Hammer to stay. He is funding his life right now. He put him into rehab. I'm not saying that it's not nice that Robert Downey Jr. is doing this, but couldn't you have picked someone else who's str- like struggling with addiction? Couldn't you have helped someone else, not the person that is not only accused of multiple accounts of sexual assault, as well as cannibalism, as well as like destroyed his family? And like, I don't feel bad for him because his insanely wealthy generational wealth of evil family got him off. I don't feel bad for this guy. Let him have a job. Why shame him for it? Go ahead, have a job. But like, yeah. right. you also, I mean, maybe you shouldn't be like talking to people and charming people. I think that that's also kind of yucky. Maybe like, can you just get like a, a desk job? Yeah, like a job where you don't interact with anyone. And I mean, it's so interesting, right? Because of course, and it's interesting that Robert Downey Jr. is like, is right, is like taking this compassionate view or whatever. Because in general, I actually think that this level of compassion should be extended to most people who are on the sex offender registry list, right? Because there's like yes. all these really interesting sure. things yes. about people who end up on the sex offender registry list, maybe for like teen sexting that really didn't hurt anybody, maybe for something that really did hurt somebody. And then their whole life is fucking destroyed forever, right? Because they can't, it's impossible to find homes. And so you get these people who are homeless or these people who are kind of forced to break the rules. And it ends up being this like shunning, it turns out shunning people even for doing horrible things, completely shutting them from society, 
excluding them from ever being able to have a home or ever being able to make enough money to survive, that's not good. But that's also not what's happening with Army Hammer, right? It's not like he has nothing. It's just that he has fallen from grace. And so I feel like that's, on the one hand, I think it's compelling that Robert Downey Jr. is like, even the worst among us deserve to still be taken care of. Like, in principle, I think I agree with the idea that's motivating that. But I think the problem with Army Hammer is that there hasn't seemed, aside from professional consequences, there haven't really been any other consequences for the harms or, or, or you know, or justice or whatever for the harms that he's caused. Yes. Also, blind item newsflash. Uh, this was going to be whoa. This is going to be a blind item for this week, uh, but it it couldn't because we uh, it's included in the main article. So I just wanted to read this out to you see see if you agree. In addition to helping him out financially, this former A list superhero also suggested the current quote job of the actor to get people talking about him in a different way so he could be cast in a new movie and have the questions be about the job rather than something else. The blind item, so therefore being Robert Downey Jr. was like, you should do this timeshare yeah. thing. It'll get people talking about you in a different way. It'll get people, if you get, in fact, it worked even better because it's oh, getting Oh, Army Hammer. That are, yeah. they're ta- okay. You should get this timeshare job. It'll get people talking about you in a different way and worked out even better because now people are feeling sympathy because the media is like, I can't believe it's selling time <laughs> What a loser and a snoozer. He's he got a real job. Like a imagine. real, real. Oh my God. Why doesn't he just cut his own head off, jump off a bridge afterwards somehow? And those <laughs> heads fucking cut off his body. I don't give a fuck how he does it. He's a normie now and normies are like, ew. And they could never get in, into Z-Zons on a Wednesday and get a table at a Because so, that's the I thing. That's why I hate now. Army Hammers because he's got a fucking normal job. I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hate normies with their normie jobs. Like, uh-huh. You can agree on that, yeah. right? I don't like people who are like, Work. That's weird. Because yucky. <laughs> right. <you. laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shana's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. If Robert Downey Jr. is like, listen, I have been like I have I have had a steep fall due to like, you know, my own struggles. And so I will extend like empathy to this person who just had like a terrible fall from from. okay, okay, All right. Again, like substance, you know, addiction issues like not. The same as like, uh, you know, abusing other people, violating their consent. You know, that's different. Uh, I think one deserves much more empathy than the other. But yes. like if if it's a career rehab thing, that's not at all. Ex- Again, this man, fine. If he deserves to live a life and get by and not be on the street, of 
sure, fine. But he does not deserve to be like, actually, now I can be a movie star again. Remember the cannibalism no. thing? Just forget it. That's the thing, right? So hang it up, right? I mean, and, and we did mention that uh, he is staying in the guest house at Robert da- Downey Jr.'s place, did we? Yeah. No, yeah, that, I mean, that now he is, yes, yeah, after the rehab and everything. After the rehab and everything, now he's literally staying with Robert Downey Jr. and his family, which, again, I'd be like, well, you know, that's edgy, <laughs> having a can- <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> that's like a really good, maybe that's a good premise for a movie. I, actually, maybe I should make a movie out of this. Cannibal in the Guest House. Veiled. Yeah, am I a deviant? Am I a deviant? Well, it could be funny because it could be a bit of a horror movie based on like how acceptance can go wrong, like over acceptance can go wrong, or like guilt about your own past and you trying to make up for it by like helping someone else out can go bad. Whoa, you know what I mean? copyrighted. Yeah, copyrighted. <laughs> Put it up in the there with the Miz. But again, I mean, it's it's. I think what's so fucked is that when Robert Downey Jr. was like in the throes of his like substance use, it was a time when being a substance user in Hollywood, we had as society had as little sympathy for substance users as it does for pedophiles. Right. Right. And it's different now. Now there is, I think some empathy of like, Oh, this is like something that people deserve compassion for. Um, But like, so I wonder what, I wonder if that's like, if he just feels like, well, everybody, you know, I just feel like you're confl- like conflating these two different things that are totally different. One involves hurting other right, people knowingly, right, right. you know, knowingly abusing other people. That's just so fucking different than what Robert Downey Jr.'s situation was. But can yeah. I just say this about cannibalism? I mean, at the end of the <laughs> day, the mouth wants what it wants. The mouth wants what the mouth wants. I thought you were going to say you're not hurting anybody after we were, if you're eating them when they're already <laughs> no, 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 the mouth, the mouth wants what it wants, MJ. I mean, <laughs> That's on. why I eat hot dogs. I know I'm not supposed to eat this many hot dogs a year, but like, yeah, uh, the mouth wants what the mouth wants. True, that's true. <laughs> this, is, this is what everybody who's, who was vegetarian for a while and then gave it up. The mouth wants what the mouth wants. The mouth you know, wants what the, the mouth, mouth, wants. Wants. <laughs> mouth is gonna get. What the mouth is gonna get, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And we all know no, that's the what... name of the movie: Cannibal in the Guest House. Colon. The mouth's gonna get. Wow. What the mouth's gonna, <laughs> the mouth's gonna get. <laughs> colon. Semicolon. The mouth wants. <laughs> yeah. It's a very long title. It's a very long title. I don't know why they did a colon followed by a semicolon either after the first subtitle. Yeah. It's very bizarre. No, I was about to say we all know what Jaff's mouth wants, though. JF is in the hood. Yeah. JF is not as good as JLo, but I guess we have to accept it. Can we not call her JLo anymore? Good question. A- at this point, you, you you know what? We don't call you anything. If you're going to keep changing the name, Jaff. I'm out. Jaff. Yeah. How many times do we have to deal with this? Is, is it JLo? Is it Jenny from the block? Is it. Ginny Down Under next season. Ooh. It's going to be Australian Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Do you think I just, Jennifer Garner is just like, oh yeah, welcome to the Jennifer fucking Affleck Club? Even though she, I don't think she ever actually changed her name, but I just think it's amazing that the two of the two Jennifers. But maybe that's not that big a deal. I think it's one of those where, like, legally or whatever, her name is Jennifer Affleck. But I think in entertainment. Is she not still going to go like on the movie poster? Is she not still going to go as Jennifer Lopez? I thought that was what at least that's what she said in the very old clip from before the before time. She was like, yeah, it'll be Jennifer Lopez when they were going to get clip, married the first time, which is kind of plan. fun, though. In yeah. 2003, this clip resurfaced that uh, J-Lo was asked if she was going to take Ben Affleck's last name. And she's like, yeah, but my name will be Jennifer Affleck, but I'm going to go as Jennifer, like go by Jennifer Lopez. And, but now 
does she, like, I feel like her career is so different than it was in 2003 that, like, she is a household name. Like, my father knows who J-Lo is. Yeah. Like, that, like if a, if a 76-year-old knows who J-Lo is, I think that, like, she's got enough recognition that you can go by whatever the fuck she wants and we're going to know who it is. I mean, yeah. are they going to make Gilly, too? Ugh. That is, but then that's why I don't know if you awesome. noticed, <laughs> but there have been so many articles being like, "Let's revisit Geely." Let's not. Twenty years <laughs> later, the love that started it all. Let's we were revisit ahead Geely. of the curve like, on that here at Page Why seven. are we revisiting Geely? Go listen to our episode. Yes. We're in the throes of pandemic. The I beginning of this pandemic, we revisited Geely, so you don't have to. And can we not recommend? You know, it? I will give you absolutely what Geely is. I think people are. Confused as what it is. It's absolutely just at the time where it was like, what was it, Get Shorty or whatever? Is that the name of the movie? Right. There is a movie called Get Shorty. Yes. It was all those wisecracking gangster movies where they'd be like killing a guy, but like making little quips while doing it. Like everybody had like a bad knockoff of like the scenes from Pulp Fiction that are now like you know classic legendary. Ooh, do I need scenes. to rewatch Get Shorty? She Get Shorty is great. Yeah, Dude. it was a one of a very very bad version of that when that trend was happening. Well, That's all it's also trying is. to like incorporate like an early two thousands understanding of queerness. <laughs> like, uh -huh. remember Rough. she's a lesbian, but he's like, what if I try I'm gonna hard turn you. Yeah, just like what well, my version you? of that is chasing Amy. Uh, you know, with uh, of course the protagonist's name's Holden McNeil, and I will say, played out in real life a little bit similar to my own story. <laughs> See, Didn't he it. turn her? We were talking about that the other day. It was like, everyone always says you turned me from lesbian. <laughs> it's so not true. I will say, Lexi was, if you know the lore of Lexi, she was predominantly on the lesbian side of things. But she'd been dating guys before me. I didn't fucking just like entrance her to the other side, to the land of the straits. You you gilied her. Des describing yeah. the plot of Gili doesn't... doesn't Honestly, whatever the opposite of do it justice, like it doesn't make it, it doesn't convey enough how bad it is because of course there's plenty of women who like date women and then fall for a guy or there's plenty of sure. women who date men and then fall They're for women. They're called bisexual. Sure. Of course, That's right. Gender is, uh, I mean, sexuality is fluid, et cetera. <laughs> Or pansexual, but yeah. like it's not even like that. It's just like the the way they deal with her, like lesbianism, is so. She fights. She's like I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Yes, it's just like, and he's just like, what the fuck? And it's like treated. It's not treated like a oh, this is something about you. It's like treated I, as like I, a project that he has to this connection <laughs> yes. that it's been Affleck in both of those movies that he's just was the like lesbian whisperer. He's in chasing in the Amy 90s. too. He's the main character. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. He also ch chases, gets Amy, who's lesbian. So it's, it sounds like chasing Amy and Geely are the same plot with a different genre. Yeah. One is trying to be like a, a quippy, One's a hip comedy. gangster movie, right. and one is like a indie, yeah, sad boy comedy kind of thing. Oh. But then also, didn't Geely also, <laughs> wasn't it his brother that was like... Mentally handicapped and right, yes. wasn't it? That, like, if I, I I'm, have I, not gone back to it, and so I, I put it into a weird too. yes, and like it's something about that, and and like the, it's so horrific. Even though again, it's twenty years ago, and it really shows that it's twenty years ago of just like how much is this movie trying to jam into one? Yes. Well, that also speaks towards it being. It did there's something about Mary come out? By that time, by the time of chasing Amy and Geely, and why do they all rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right. You're right, Jackie. There is 98. Apparently, Ben Affleck's daughter called Gigli, quote unquote, ableist and disgusting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Uh, don't rewatch it. I don't yeah. recommend it. Do not rewatch Gigli. It is. Yeah, it's that's. <laughs> I mean, it didn't hold up back then, but it, it doesn't hold up even more now. Right. Yes. It was like so... a famously terrible movie in 2003. And so you can imagine how bad it is now. I forgot about the whole disability. I love like Pulp Fiction and what Tarantino did like early in his, I mean, all through his career, but early in his career is like amazing. It really produced a horrible genre of film for a certain amount of time. I just hate movies where like, you know, and I felt like I, I succumbed to this. Back in the day when I was younger, I was tricked by this movie. It was just like, we're cool, right? We're a cool movie, huh? Look how cool this fucking movie is, bro. Definitely. Like, to a point where it took me a long time to like Snatch, because I felt that from Snatch. Right? I got really high and watched Snatch the movie theater. I was like, this was fucking bullshit. Like, I just like, because <laughs> it's true. It is very like, look how snazzy cool we are. Look how the, oh, we'll make jokes about this show you liked when you were a kid, but we'll say the fuck word a lot while we do it. And then <laughs> the we're going to blow a guy's word. brains Ooh, out. Then we're going to say the N-word. Yeah, yeah. It was just insane with that. It was so rampant and annoying. And like, it was, and, and in hindsight too, I think they thought there was like a, such a formula to those and they pumped so many out, but it actually is really hard to get that right, which is why Tarantino was like so good at what he did, you know, and does. Okay, so but Chasing anyway. Amy was 1997. There was Something About Mary was 1998, and Gigli was okay. 2003. So that means Ben Affleck, six years <laughs> went by from his first Man. Convert a Lesbian movie to his <laughs> second like, try this Convert again. a Lesbian movie, and no, no alarm bells went off for him. He was just like, yeah, this worked the first time. Let's do it again. <laughs> oh, God, oh I forgot. God. Larry, who Affleck plays as a cross between a lackey on The Sopranos and Andrew Dice Clay, flexes his tattooed biceps and says things like, in every relationship, there's a bull and a cow, which, rough. <laughs> the quotes from Gigli are so upsetting. So funny. <laughs> No, you so, can't be a so lesbian funny. in every relationship. There's a bull and a cow. <laughs> 2003, that's even too late. It's too, like, Geely was, was, like, past its prime when it came out. Yeah. I will never forget when the three of us watched uh, fucking Holiday in Handcuffs with Mario Lopez and Marissa Joan Holiday Hart. Handcuffs. And mm-hmm. Melissa Joan Hart. And, uh, and it was 2009. And like the amount of sexual assault jokes in that movie, it was like it it, it took a while. Th- things have all everyone's like everything's so woke now. It has literally only been since like 2013 tops that there's tops. been any any semblance of awareness in like mainstream conversations about shit like don't say ableist slurs and like you know don't be fucking violent about consent like it was so recently that we were making movies that where it's just like a fucking hellscape out here. Well, speaking of hellscapes out there, are you guys ready for the celebrity conspiracy theory? This uh, week? Yes, but I immediately got upset because we didn't say the word hellmouth at all during the Riverdale Roundup. We didn't talk about the hellmouth oh, at all. It was a hellmouth. Hell I love hellmouth. There's a hellmouth in oh. this episode of Riverdale. We forgot to talk about the hellmouth. MJ Pops is on the hellmouth. Pops is on the hellmouth. I've always said if I were to have all the money in the world and could build my whole thing, I would definitely have a fucking hell mouth in the back. Dude, Just that's great. I think that you should start building it now. Spin. Yeah, that is amazing. Well, that's cool. Well, what would you rate that hell mouth out of um, uh, 14 demons? What do you give it? <laughs> 
negative three demons. I'm <laughs> yeah, living yeah, it. Was that yeah. disappointing about hell that's, Well, we haven't really learned much about the Hellmouth yet. Okay. Well, oh, it hasn't like done its thing because it's supposed to spit we out. We just found out it is and... a Hellmouth. Yeah. Okay. So, but awesome. it still is a negative three <laughs> Hellmouth because, <laughs> because everything about because Janet, everything the guardian about angel of Riverdale it's a Hellmouth has just been a nightmare. Yeah, this season of Riverdale. <laughs> is like, so check out Riverdale Roundup to hear two people begrudgingly talk about a show that they mistakenly thought would continue to be good or would end at some point. Years ago. Yeah, years ago. Years ago. <laughs> we were so you young. Fools. Riverdale was good and not endless. <laughs> Sorry, but I guess now we can uh, we can sing the song. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hit me with a share. Do you believe it? Is Jake Gyllenhaal a dirty thief? Well, because of the scarf? <laughs> no. Well, oh maybe. my God! Not because of T Sway scarf. Not not a T Sway bly blay. Wow! Uh, or a celebrity conspiracy, uh, rather. Uh, this one comes in from Anastasia. Hello, 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 Holden. I'm going to cut right to the chase. Jake Gyllenhaal is a brazen klepto in parentheses allegedly. How do I know this? I'm not a PA, director, costumer, no. But I worked at a Whole Foods in a medium-sized city where a lot of movies get filmed thus resulting in many a weird celebrity incident entering my line of sight. The scene, a less busy than normal Whole Foods on a weekday morning. The perp, Jake Jill. <laughs> the crime, eating a yogurt cup while he shopped, spoon and all, and not Whoa. paying for it. He boldly Whoa. licked the last of the yogurt ah. from the plastic spoon. As he approached the checkout line, he placed his other items on the belt, leaving empty yogurt cup and dirty spit spoon on the top of his cart. Ew. This left my coworker, this left my coworker not only, uh, to not only clean up his mess, but he wasn't charged the $1.99 like every other schmuck. <laughs> Jake Jill at all. <laughs> wow, a lot of respect. All foods customers clientele. Jake Gyllenhaal is a five finger discount fiend in parentheses allegedly. Do with this information what you will. In solidarity with Taylor's version. Thank you, Anastasia. Anastasia. Wow. I just it just immediately makes me think of that other conspiracy that we had a long time ago where Katie Holmes had her own secret restricted yeah. access into a Whole Foods. Is yes. Whole Foods just like the the talk about a hellmouth? Are Whole Foods, Whole Foods a hellmouth? Hell yes, because no. of course that's probably the only place that celebrities, you know, can like. That's probably the only grocery store where they like don't feel super uncomfortable going into. I say nay. The true hellmouth is Erewhon. Uh, one Whoa. just opened up by me. Have you heard of this? It's no. nowhere backwards. First of all, so get that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. But it is like cult-like in its grocery store. It is so fancy. Lex and I went for the first and probably last time like uh, a month ago. Erewhon? Erewhon. What the hell? It is like crazy fancy. It's so nice. I don't know if I've, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't think I've ever been inside of a Whole Foods. That goes to show. Really? Where, really? Yeah, that's where my level of um, refuse to pay that. <laughs> for Alexa low. goes to get her like weird shit, her like oat. Bean stuff. I won't like go that's it. where she goes for that I won't stuff. Do it. So she'll go once every couple weeks. She'll go get her like oat nut pie <laughs> cream sandwich 
No, but they have you it know, at the Ralphs. Butter. I like a coupon. I'm a coupon girl. There's no coupons mm-hmm. at the Whole Foods, right? Yeah, there's only coupons. And I don't want, what am I, John Pusak? Yeah, yeah, I I won't be it. You can't go, yeah. I be believe shit. this. I think that, I think, I, I completely believe, believe this. I believe the shit out of this. Of course I believe I Why believe the shit out of this. I, I've only worked in a grocery store for a small amount of time, and every, like, I feel like I would see that kind of stuff all the time, and I imagine if you already feel like you are greater than in right. so many different situations yeah you don't even think about it like i don't even know it's like is it even like is it nefarious at that point that we just give celebrities so much of a birth that they're like well they you know they're just gonna do what they're gonna do why listen like you have uh if you have the slightest exposure in the times of my life where i've had the slightest exposure to what it's like to be rich like if you stay in a nice hotel or something right or if you go to like a nice restaurant you immediately start acting like a fucking psychopath and you're just like well this should be brought to me like it's to- and and how if so if your life if all your life is like that and you just think people should bring me stuff people always bring me stuff they should bring me stuff why wouldn't you walk through a grocery store and just start eating food off the shelves yeah well because as we mentioned before the mouth what <laughs> The mouth This is what we've learned today. But also, I walked through the door with you. The Whoa. air was cold. Oh, Something no. about it felt like home somehow. Oh, no, and I just... left my scarf No, you're not there. doing the 10 minutes. Sisters. You're not doing the 10 <laughs> minutes of it. I will not listen it. to it. And you're drawing I will now. You not listen to heart, it. Jake. She's not Alanis Morissette. She was a young girl. She, she was like the nephew. Say. Just imagine. She was like the, Ricky Martin's nephew, she was. Jake oh Jake my Gyllenhaal God. walking down the aisle <laughs> of the Whole Foods, eating a yogurt, and thinking about how yeah. much he hurt Taylor Swift's feelings. Unbelievable. This guy, huh? He's a thief. All right, we're done. We're done. Here. It is yogurt on the gogurt. I don't like it. Uh oh. Do they sell I'll gogurt at a Whole Foods? Yeah, but it's going to be marked up organic no, gogurt. No. They sell oh. no gurt. There's nothing in the cup, but you <laughs> just pretend to eat it so you can lose weight. I get it. It's like hook rules. Yeah, you just yeah. You, you have hook rules. Like, no, no, no. There is food in there. <laughs> no, the thing about Whole Foods you need to know, Jackie, is that like one eighth of its stock is like mysteriously cheap. So it does make sense to, to shop there sometimes. What? Because you can get uh-huh. like really good Whole Foods brand crackers that are organic or whatever for like one fifty, but then like a thing of olives will be like eleven dollars. They also weirdly sell naughty chairs. It's a chair with a hole in it, um, and a cage. <laughs> oh no, and a cage and a hook. The fuck chair aisle, way oh, in the back. No. Got to get past the salad bar. No. Yeah. <laughs> I am next to a Gelson's. Gelson's is the same thing where like this is the Gelson's that Henry saw like Mel Brooks inside of one time. Mm. You know, it's like that. That's the kind of person that go and like I went in. I'm not kidding you. I bought like five zucchini and they were thirty two dollars <laughs> and i was just like why would i come in here like i outside i felt like i was larry david i was in the parking <laughs> lot like why like i didn't say it to the person i just paid for it and i left it was like why would i ever go in there again right why would i ever i know that they were the nicest most beautiful zucchini i've ever seen in my life but i was so upset with myself that i'm like why did i pay it i should have been like you know what no thank you yeah no you just gotta make a 32 dollar uh zucchini bread to make it all worth dollars it. for the zucchini I've, <laughs> I've grown zucchini i know how prolific they are <laughs> sorry now i'm just yelling now i'm just yelling for nothing it's time for the list oh who's, who's on, on the list, list? me Jackie, gotta, gotta have, have that list. list 
15 studio rejections that went on to be hugely successful. Speaking of Ricky Martin, Back to the Future was rejected because there was not enough sex, too much sexual innuendo. So there was not enough sex, too much sexual innuendo, fine with the amount of incest, but this, that there was not enough sex, but too much sexual innuendo. And I don't understand why you would rather, especially writer and producer Bob Gale said the film was rejected a whopping 40 times with studios saying it was too sweet and too nice. While the biggest comedies at the time were R rated titles like Porky's. The overall verdict was that it was a Disney movie, but when the team pitched Marty's adventure to the house of mouse, they rejected it too with an executive producer telling them that they were out of their minds. You can't make a movie like this here. This is Disney. And you're giving us a movie about incest. The kid with his mother in the car. That's horrible. Which is what I imagine that this Disney person, sounded like. And if you'd like to know more about the history of Back to the Future, check out Wish in the Bruiser. We did a two-part on it, but ignore the part where I said Back to the Future 2 is a rushed money grab because people don't like to hear that because they're really fond of that movie. Yeah, I got some angry people at me for what I said about Back to the Future Part 2, which is actually real. (laughs) (laughs) Like People were incensed. Well, I feel like there are lots of things on this that you probably have done a Wizard in the Bruiser on, like Star Wars, that no one wanted to do Star Wars. Uh huh. Well, of course, it's insane. I mean, I also just remember uh, what's her name, um, fucking Princess Leia, uh, saying Carrie like, Fisher. You know, this Carrie Fisher was talking to to, to uh, Luke Skywalker. What's this? Luke Skywalker. It's early. It's I don't know. What- <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark Hamill. Hamill. It was Mark I'm Hamill, and they flounder. were like, they were like, can you believe this script? This is fucking horrible. Like they they added a bunch of stuff in the script and stuff to make it like more just understandable it's like it was as if it was written by a robot which George Lucas wrote it I mean so (laughs) you know it makes sense like nothing you know Star Wars like changed the game you know I mean so of course no one knew that this was going to be this giant sci-fi was so much more niche before this moment and it really made put sci-fi on like a larger scale uh, you know and became this smash hit but yeah I mean there was there was like a million reasons why that movie should have failed and then it just ended up being this miraculously incredible hit in movie theaters and apparently the only person that believed Star Wars would be a hit was Steven Spielberg who really Mm. believed in it Um, had no idea but you're right it makes complete sense it's such a huge undertaking and it started off as kind of like an indie movie to studios so like why are you going to give it that much money right I mean come on and think about how John Jaws came to be, you know, and spilled. I mean, they, those guys created the summer blockbuster as we know it. I mean, they, the, the wasn't, it didn't exist before. Check out my ET episode on Wish and the Bruiser. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, and then Squid, did you do a Squid Game episode yet? We have not done a Squid Game. Maybe probably for the season two coming out, we'll probably do it. Hell yeah, because Squid Game took 10 years to get greenlit. Um, it was rejected all the time because it was too unrealistic and also that it, te- it was deemed too brutal and implausible Makes sense um, until it got to Netflix. And now, don't worry, they're also making a reality show out of it, which, again, it's I so don't stupid. understand if you're not really going to kill the people. I wish they would kill the people. And I will also say that, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot watching Stranger Things and like what kids actually want and what like people actually want to sit down and watch. And like there's some pretty rough shit in season four of Stranger Things. Like the way the monster kills people is just very disturbing, wouldn't you say, MJ? Extremely disturbing. It's a huge hit with like at least high school kids, if not middle school the kids. Middle school right? kids too, yeah. I yeah. mean, and when it's it, a when huge season hit. one started, 
I thought that it was kind of like going to be a hit with middle school kids. And I think it wasn't at first, like because it was kind of marketed more to like millennials, like have, yeah. or, or Gen X even like have your nostalgia about the Especially with Winona Ryder and right. Sean Astin. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that kind of level. Of- but the kids love it. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. And it is technically lightweight for like, as far as actual horror, the horror genre goes, but it, it's under the guise that it's not, that it's like heavy shit. It's like scary as hell. And like, and I think that's what, what we, what kids want. They want like the illusion that it's like big kid stuff, but it's not quite all the way. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, I think if I had a 13 year old, I would be fine with them watching Stranger Things, but it is yeah. scary. But you know, yeah. the eyeballs get sucked yeah. up in the crag and the bones. I mean, it's fucked up. It's scary. It's scary. The way scary. the monster kills people. Yeah, it's just, I mean, oh, I got, by the way, I watched the episode it's with good, that, right? too. It was very it's fun. Very yeah. like, it's, <laughs> good, it's good, except that it's like during the most impactful, emotional, powerful moment, you're just thinking of Jackie. Yeah, totally. She's like floating in white sheets, like, a, yeah, I just see her like yeah. in the scene. Like every 80s music video, but it's Jackie, like, right, totally in the wind. <laughs> Funny in the wind. In the wind with the exorcist because no one wanted to make the exorcist. Apparently it was submitted to every studio in town. William Peter Blatley, who wrote the book, said, I could paper the walls of my bathroom with rejection slips. I feel like this again does not surprise me in the least. Like, no. This yeah. Is so- Why would you want to make that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. I mean, in a way that we didn't realize was like incredibly marketable right. and sellable. This also makes sense. Agents didn't even want to pitch Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> which makes very you know much sense. <laughs> makes total sense. They might have been right. You know, a great movie, I of mean, course, but like amazing movie. I think the world would the probably amount be my fine. dad would just shake his head in shame for like how what is was popular comedy for. I mean, it's so true. It's just like seriously, yes, this is what you're dads into? of like, the '90s did not understand the Jim, the rise of Jim Carrey. I think, that's- yeah, no, yeah. no, and this this one I really want to look into. Have you done a secret? of Nim episode? Well, we did a Blumhouse episode where we covered Secret of Nim and yeah, so technically kind of. Gotcha, because this is, I had no idea the Secret of Nim was rejected by Disney and caused their animators to go rogue. Animators Don Bluth, Gary Goldman, and John Pomeroy were working for Disney when they pitched the story of mice and rats to the company who didn't want to make it because they already did a mouse movie, The Rescuers. Right. By then the animators were already in conflict with the way Disney was handling the quality of its animations, so they fought for the rights of Nim, left Disney, and produced the cult classic movie, 
themselves. What a great story. By the way, Blumhouse, I'm such an idiot. Uh, Don Bluth. We did an episode on Don Bluth. He directed uh, Secret of Nim. He directed American Tale, Land Before Time. I was wondering how Blumhouse had something to do with I it, know, but I was I'm like, I probably just don't know. I, I'm just brain. I'm just so bad with, I'm, I'm already bad with names and references and stuff. And then it's this early in the morning. I have no, I just like my brain as much. But yes, he did American Tale, Land Before Time, All Dogs Go to Heaven. I loved that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. All that stuff. Anastasia. You know, and 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 on, and he was just such an interesting guy. And American Tale was also such a bizarre, yes, you know, yeah, thing that you cornerstone would never of our childhoods. I know it was like really cool, and and really kind of came in um, at a time when Disney was really struggling, and and gave us some good kids movies. So, and also I will say, speaking of Stranger Things, Stranger Things was rejected by close to twenty networks. Before becoming one of Netflix's biggest shows to date, the Duffer Brothers said they pitched the story about young kids and Russians to 15 to 20 networks. Some networks thought the show was too dark and scary. Others didn't like that it was science fiction. One executive apparently told the Duffers, you either gotta make it into a kid's show or make it about this Hoppa character investigating paranormal activity around town. Kids want to be scared and they want to feel like they're watching something they shouldn't be. I mean, it is so obvious you know, that, that that's the case. That they, they always try to baby things up for kids. Kids want to be tested and yeah. challenged in like a safe space. Yeah. Stranger Things is a great example of totally. like baby's first horror experience, you know? Totally, because nothing super disturbing is happening. Like nothing violently sexual or anything is happening, you know? Like, yeah, I totally agree. And also, as we all know, everybody wants their own childhood sold back to them. So it's like great for adults, Yes. And it's great for kids. Yeah, they get both. Because remember, like Goonies even, right? right? was scary. I mean, those those mob bosses were like actually terrifying villains, right? The the pirate stuff, all the booby traps. Oh, the yeah. Death Genuinely scary. Yeah, but in a fun, it gives you a rush. We don't, you know, kids don't want ba- ba- stuff. They can tell when it's babied up. They yes. can tell, you know, just like they can tell when you're not really, when you're like play acting with them, but you're phoning it in, right? You're half-assing it. They fucking know. Right. You got to go full full bore, all right? Let them pick up the pieces. They they can they can take care of the rest. And then how do you feel when they tell an actual child themselves that they are rejected? Disney rejected Selena Gomez. <laughs> the only Isn't that like horrendous? The only one in the building star. Yeah, the, the Disney Channel didn't want to sign her because they felt she wasn't strong enough. Selena Gomez says, when I was 11, I had a casting director say to me, you're not strong enough to carry your own show. You're not strong enough to be a part of the Disney Channel. I cried all the time afterwards, but I just kept on working hard. Whenever you have a goal, whether you want it to be a doctor or a singer, people will find a way to bring you down. I always tell people that if you have something you're really passionate about, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. Can you imagine telling a child, (laughs) you just ain't got the, you ain't got it, kid. Get the hell out of my office. Like, that's... That breaks show my business, heart. Bitches. I mean, I think the unfortunately that's happened to it. millions so many. of children. Oh, right? so, 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 so many. Hey, rejection's the best thing that can happen to you. Best, one of the best things that ever happened to you is getting kicked out of the acting school. It forced me to, uh, you know, figure it out. Figure it out. So. Forces you to, you know, work on it and overcome. But yeah. it's just, man, doing that to a kid. Yeah. No, it's not. What kind of a person can look at a kid and say that? I mean, this is, oh, yeah. we're very concerned about the mental health of the child actors. 
Yes. So I, I, but I'm trying to get this ingrained early so they're not as fa- affected by it as bad. Like, I'll just eat a bunch of candy in front of Winnie. You know? I'll just sit there and she'll just be like, me, have me. You know what I mean? I <laughs> say, you <laughs> know have. Whole bag. I was like, it's empty now. You can't. I ate it all. <laughs> You're a monster. And that's the list. <laughs> I, am. I am a monster. Maybe that's why I'm cursed with the fact that I think I'm going blind. I don't. Oh, we can't see him. <laughs> that works. That works. Uh, it works. Did the job. We got it's into the fine. harbor, y'all. We figured it out. <laughs> we steered the ship. We did it. I guess this foreign-born superhero already chose sides in an upcoming divorce because he was spotted having lunch with this hard-to-spell model and her son. The model's going through the divorce. The superhero is, has a sexual uh, desirousness. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch? No. Wait, so wait, he's going God, through the divorce? Fuck him? No, but everyone else does. <laughs> Jesus, MJ. It's <laughs> wait, he's going through the divorce? No, no, no. The model's going through the divorce. And he the was model... helping her. Christian Bale. No, the model is has got some blurry lines in their past. Um, is a reference to a song that they're The Robin Thicke? They're connected to the models connected to blurred lines? Maybe. Um, Who's in blurred lines? Henry Cavill. (laughs) Miley Cyrus performed with Robin Thicke at the VMAs. There was classically a naked woman in the blurred lines video. It was the model. I don't remember. You're asking the name of the model? I don't know anything about models. What else do we know her from? Oh, being hot in that music video. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know her from that music video... I don't know what to tell you, okay? I was too busy talking about everything else that sucks about that music video. (laughs) Emily Ratajkowski? Ratajkowski? You looked it up so fast you (laughs) your head spin. (laughs) Oh, but she was at iCarly. Oh, okay. I didn't Uh, know that. Wow, she was? Yeah. She's In two episodes of of the third season. She's enjoyable looking. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at when you look up blurred lines and you know how Google shows like the lyric, like the first paragraph of lyrics and the first paragraph of lyrics is just everybody get up. Everybody get up. I'm so mad. I am mad at both of you. I'm so mad at both of you. That you both just did this. You both just put this into <laughs> my head. Like you uh, you yeah, did this. I can't sing it aloud. It's a naughty chair. The mouth wants what it wants. The mouth wants what it wants. The mouth does what it wants. It wants to sing blurred lines. You're going to sit in the cage. I'm going to sit over it. So is he shitting on the woman's head in the naughty chair? I think so. Is that what's happening? I she's think in a so. Cage underneath. Yeah, and there's a hole in the chair. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it could be for the hole could be for dicks, not for shit. Yeah, I guess. The superhero described by one word: brooding. Robert Pattinson. Yes, he was having recently. It was reported the model will be divorcing her husband over his cheating on her just a year after they welcomed their first child. Robert Pattinson apparently having lunch with old Emily oh. Ratajkowski, which I would watch that tape, my I friend. Watch that tape. I would watch that I tape. I would watch that tape. She is a smoke show. I'd watch it, but I'm too busy watching the Blurred Lines music video. Oh, Thanks you know you want it. You want to get a Please just look at the lyrics written out. You need it. Everybody get up. Everybody, Everybody get up. Get up. Hey, hey, hey. I'm so hey, mad hey, it's hey. in my oh. head. Hey, hey, hey. Poor uh-huh. Jeff. You, that's what you just, you just damned Jeff. 
to a blurred lines purgatory that he is yep. trapped in. He's the only one that can listen to me sing it because I, I can't sing it live anywhere. You got to work it in Jeff gradually. Weekly. You got to be like, if he reaches, he's like, can you pass the salt? You got to be like, you know, you want it. You know, you know, you, you got it. Oh, yeah. It. Just really just like psychologically abuse him <laughs> with it. <laughs> Army ham. Like at the end of the night when it's time to get off the couch and go to bed, you got to be like, everybody get everybody up. Everybody get up. <laughs> Everybody get up. Come on, baby. <laughs> After like a week, he's like, have oh, you no. been quoting blurred lines like a little bit every day? <laughs> but like adding this whole like cannibal narrative underneath it as well. Yeah. I'm also starting to wear like the Pharrell hats and he's like, I don't know what to do, do no, with all of this. What's going on right now? <laughs> We're up on night to get lucky. That was, in, I did the Daft Punk episode. That's been in my head for two weeks straight. Oh, all no. Right. <laughs> it was all blurred lines and get lucky was like that whole right was oh yeah 2014 is that yeah. it was a rough year get lucky a little more innocent but still it was kind of an interesting vibe in the uh, songs of the summer that year you ever bought a good all right. 2013 in the most random of hookups this a-list mostly television actress with multiple hit shows to her name who all of you know is hooking up with a married jouster from medieval times <laughs> i get it i totally <laughs> fucking get it <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to medieval times lately? So fuckable, oh dude. yeah, man! So suckable, dude. Talk about getting fucking gone, going down on you in a theater. Drip. In medieval times, uh, Olivia. <laughs> cool. yeah. That'd be fun. Um, we've never really t- we don't talk about her much in the show. She was on a really big hit sitcom um, about fucking nerds. I don't know. I'm being Oh, obvious. Kaylee. Yeah, Quoco. Quoco. Sorry. Quoco. That, I, it's because I, really I hate Big Bang. I won't in. talk yeah. about it. I hate Yeah, it. we never talk about Kaylee Quoco, but she's like it is a big name, right? Who? She's banging this jouster. She's been going through a lot and I think that like <laughs> not not only not being a fan of the Big Bang theory, um and on top of it, like I feel like she's had it pretty rough with the um the way the media writes about her. And really? I think that's why I kind of stay away from it because I feel like uh, she needs to go deal with some stuff and I feel like guilty talking about her. I just love the idea of like her at coffee with her friend. She's just like, Kaylee, why are you fucking this medieval times job? <laughs> I mean, look at him. Kaylee's just like, I'm going through a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Yeah, that, that explains definitely it. explains it. I um, I get it though. Again, I mean, you watch them and you're just like, "Ooh, look at that! Ooh, look at them!" And then like you're eating the chicken with your fingers and you're sucking on your fingers and it's just it's a very sexual experience that probably shouldn't be. Is it sexual for everybody? <laughs> I haven't been since I was in seventh grade, but I imagine I. I mean, I probably found it a little sexual then. Yeah, I went. I found it a little. Se- God, the food is so surprisingly good. The food is great. Things. I still remember the food and listen if you aren't a celebrity dating a guy if you're a normal person and you're dating a guy who's a jouster at medieval times that's like great and fun and nobody would care except to think it was fun so i don't understand why we're supposed to view this as a step down for her i think she i think i applaud he's it. married ah that's the, the jouster mm, that's right. i guess yeah. or she it's kind of like that riddle with the doctor it could be a lady <laughs> yeah that jouster yeah man wow. right the lady, it could I be a lady jouster on this child he's my son <laughs> 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 the doctor's a whoa, 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 <laughs> All right, bro, here's the last one. This last one I don't. 
the woman is divorced. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe this is true at all, but I thought it was uh, just more interesting that this is a new celebrity power couple I didn't know about. This body of water B-plus list actress got her nipples pierced for her new celebrity boyfriend, who's a comedian who's been hit in his face recently. Body of water, B plus body of actress. Water? What up? are you talking is she about? Named after a body of water. Her her first name is a body of water. Her second name is Lake. something that goes ding. ocean pond. Yes, you, you were right with the first one. Lake. Ocean. Yes, ocean bell. Her last, uh, but Jackie had it, and then you had it, MJ. So put the two together. Lake Bell. Yes, Lake Bell. Uh, fantastic. Uh, writer comedian, actress, uh, director. I've met her. My friend work, works with her a lot. Maybe that's why I'm very protective on this blind. And who's the comedian? I don't know. Tell us again you what the comedian's not, doing. The I, head was he got hit in his fucking head recently. How much clearer could Chris I be? Rock? Chris Rock? Yeah, apparently Lake Bell and Chris Rock are an item. I they was thinking out- about Demi Lovato for a second because Demi Lovato just hit her head on a crystal and cut it open. <laughs> so that's all I can think of. I was like, you mean Demi Lovato? I, yeah, we didn't even head? talk about that. She has this giant cut on her forehead because uh, Demi Lovato uh, apparently somehow hit herself with one of her healing crystals, which no, is hilarious. they had bent they, over. They, yeah, they had bent over and accidentally cut their face open on a crystal <laughs> that was just on the table. And they're like, oh, it. you see, isn't it crazy? I had to wear a wig on Kimmel because like I hit my head on my crystal. I just hit my head. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But I like, first of all, really good name just together. Chris Rock, Lake Bell. Oh, That's like yeah, such a good yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a couple of names. And they were out and about spotted uh, cajoling. And I think it's super cute. And honestly, cool couple. Like, she's awesome. She, oh, I, yeah. I, like I said, I did get to meet her. I got to watch a uh, reading of a, of a screenplay that did end up getting made, I believe. Oh, that's um, awesome. Early version because my buddy um, works with her. He's a producer, uh, my friend from like high school theater, uh, and we still hang out from time to time. Um, but anyways, so no shade towards her. I I doubt she got her nipples pierced for Chris Rock, but um, either way, I just thought that was a really interesting uh, new power couple out and about. Hell yeah! Fun. Yeah, I mean, you hot. know what? I watched that tape. Oh yeah, no, I'd yeah. watch that tape. I'd watch that tape. <laughs> yeah. watch that yep. tape. Especially with the nipple piercing. Yeah, they were spotted out looking real cute together out and about the other day. So I think it's a legit uh, coupling. Also, there's a new uh, season of Harley Quinn coming out, too, which like Belle does a voice for Poison Ivy. And I'm very Ah. excited for the uh, new season, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. Really good stuff. All right. Well, there you go. It's can see, I can see again, you and now we're still it. friends, and you know you want it. I'm so angry. I'm in the mouth. It's a mouth, mouth day. It's a cannibal day. We're going to sit in a chair and poop on you. Hey. It's a mouth day. The mouth once would have once, man. You're going to sit in a chair of shit while eating a human oh being. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to the hammer estate. I'm going to eat this woman while pooping on another one. Oh. That's where we're at right now with being in that family. By the way, that guy, his dad looks terrifying. Yes, his dad looks I know. Like they an all look very scary. He looks like an evil guy. He's got like a long head. It's you know, all it just kind of keeps scary. going. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> the whole family. And now I'm like, I feel like I'm going to go down such a fucking worm time reading more into this family. And I'm going to go so... down on someone in a theater. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back around. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Holden. And thank you guys for hanging out with us uh, on this episode of Page 7. <laughs> My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow us on TikTok at Page 7 LPN. And you can come hang out over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. We talk with Dr. Jordan, the sex therapist, on Tuesdays. I play the Sims of our lives on Wednesdays. And you can come hang out on Sundays where Lisa Rose, the amazing stylist, and I talk love, talk positivity, and talk trying to have sex with daddies on our click game. Come hang out with us. Beautiful stuff. Check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. I do Jackie with the Holdies on Friday with Jackie. So it's always a party. Come hang out with us. Besides that, man, page7podcast at gmail.com. Those conspiracy theories are so, so helpful for me. Thank you again, Anastasia. That was awesome. Again, page the numeral seven podcast at gmail.com send us messages there and uh check us out though uh if you want to further support us on patreon patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast for five dollars a month you get incredible amount of bonus content and uh for ten dollars a month you can join us on our special discord to watch jersey shore every thursday jersey shore hangs are awesome all right i think that's about it for me mj my name's mj and i'm mjkl cat on insta all Thank right. you guys for joining us, and it's time for the shout-out song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that we wrote it about. Come on, we're gonna read them to you. Come on. It's a shout-out time, and we're shouting you out. Jackie, is this because you're wearing a B-52 shirt right now, or I'm not sure? Um, I just noticed that I can't not sing either before the shout-out song or after the shout-out song, but that's okay. I'm here to thank you. Here. I'm here to thank you for sending in your shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Don't Say it all in the Mrs. Featherbottom voice, Jackie, just because now that's trolling around in your brain. I just want to thank you guys so much for sending in your shout-outs. And you can send in your own shout-outs to Page 7 Podcast. That is 7, the number, page7podcast at gmail.com, and I will definitely read it. And I'll send you all my love. But first, I'm sending my love to Elise, who is shouting themselves out for their 37th birthday. Happy birthday, baby! And Elise says, and to all my fellow highly emotional cancers who feel every goddamn thing way too deeply, and shout out to the people who love us cancers, who adore our cooking and nurturing, but are secretly terrified that we may kill them one day if they make us cry. I understand my sister is a cancer. 36 was a doozy, y'all. Had to face some personal demons I thought were long gone. Watch what feels like the world crumbling before my eyes and spend a shocking amount of money on some yikes, I'm losing it therapy. I'm proud of you, Elise. But moving into this next year, I feel present and grounded. Truly grateful for my life, my family, and my partner. My partner has met me with so much patience and kindness, even while I spin out. To the point that all I have to say is, I'm spinning, and he helps me talk through my anxiety. He's better than an Ativan. Whoa, that's ain't a lot. Shout out to Jake for getting me through 36. 
Support is everything. Also a shout out to our beautiful little baby chickens that we're raising. I'm not a farm girl and never thought I'd be raising a flock of chickens, but here we go. Let's flock together. We even have an Easter egg chicken named Holden McNeely that will ovulate blue, green, and pink eggs. Gross Holden. We can't wait. <laughs> no sorries for the ramble. I absolutely love the Monster Squad ref in the My Name. Name is Horace Chicha. Hell yeah. God bless and hail Satan. Happy birthday to you, Elise. So much love to you. And I'm so proud of you for working on yourself. I know that it is not easy, but all of my love to you. And oh my God, oh my God, I feel like we have a celebrity in our midst because Risa Parker, you are so dang loved. You got double shout outed. What? This is the first time it's happened. Teresa Parker. Vito says, just wanted to give a birthday shout out to my favorite sister-in-law, Risa Parker. She's turning 32 years old and she loves listening to you guys on page seven. I don't think she'd ever suspect me of emailing this into you guys. So I figured I'd surprise her. Happy birthday, Reese. Hopefully your birthday is awesome. Hell yeah, Vito. And on top of that, Peter also sent his love, Risa. One of my closest family members, Reese Parker, is turning 32 on July 20th, and I thought it'd be a cool idea to have a birthday shout-out for her on the Page 7 podcast. She is such a huge fan and talks about Page 7 all the time. Reese is an amazing friend and will do anything for you. She's got a big heart and cares about her pets and her family. Even though she's usually very busy, she still makes time for her loved ones. Also, I'm so sorry if it's Riss or if it's Reese, but I don't know. But I just want to say that I love your name regardless. They've been my ride or die since day one. If it's possible to say this on the show, she will literally explode from excitement. Thank you again. This, oh, you gotta tell them. This is Vito and Peter both sent in loving shout outs to you. Oh, Double happy birthday to you, babe. I can't believe it. This is a big thing. I feel like this is a big thing. So I feel very flattered that I was given the opportunity to say happy birthday to you twice. Anyway, I want to say hello to Frank from Brooklyn. Frank says, my fiance, Marissa, absolutely loves you guys. Also, I did think that this was a third because of Riss or Reese or Risa. I was like, oh, maybe it's short for Marissa. Oh my God, is this a third one? But I don't think that it is. My fiance, Marissa, absolutely loves you guys. She listens weekly and of course she drags me into your shenanigans as well. With that being being said, it would really mean a lot to her, and I'd get major points if you guys can give her a really big page seven birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Marissa! Her birthday is Wednesday, July 20th, but I know you release the new episodes every Thursday, so it'll be a day late, but it'd be a nice surprise for her. Wait a second, July 20th. It's also July 20th. Is it the same person? I have to know. Please let me know if it is, and I'm so sorry if it is because I want you to have your own separate birthday shout out, Marissa, if you are different person but you happen to have the like a similar names and you also happen to have the same birthday so my mind is just blown right now but anyway Fred this is Frank Frank says she literally told me today babe 
in her best friend treasure voice, I listened to all of this week's Page 7 podcast and no shout out for me. Appreciate the time you took to read this email. And if this actually happens, I'd be forever grateful. Of course, Frank, I'm here for you, baby. Especially my Frank from Brooklyn, baby. Happy birthday, Marissa. Now, I know this next person is a different person. I want to say happy birthday to the lovely Sophie. This comes from Ryan and Cam. They say, I would like to send a shout out to our lovely Sophie, who listens to every episode of the show. Her birthday is on the 31st of July. She, like many others, is up against the world, and I couldn't be prouder of her. She is the strongest and funniest person I know, and a shout out from who she calls her best friends would mean the world her. Oh, so much love to you, Sophie. Thanks to everyone for being there for her. Jackie's Twilight reading alone made her year. She's in love with a werewolf. Sorry that I plastered it into your head, but I'm so happy that it also not only got in your head, Sophie, but got into Ryan and Cam's head as well. Happy birthday to you, baby. And last but not least, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Molly, the amazing cousin of TJ, who recently sent in a shout out for Molly's 30th birthday. And afterwards, Molly got into a bad accident and injured her face very badly. I just want to say, Molly, you look rockin' fucking roll. Dude, I know the healing process is going to be rough. And I just wanted to say that you look so cool. And I feel like you should like brainstorm ideas on where your scars came from. So you can always say that it came from different places. Like, uh, like oh, this? Eh, I was at a Winnie the Pooh convention. You don't even want to know the rage a piglet has. I don't know. Maybe not that. Maybe come up with better ones. But that could be one if you want it to be. I just want to say so much love to you. And you got this. And you're going to look great. You already look great. The picture that TJ sent, I immediately was like, fuck, yeah. So I hope that that energy feeds into your soul at least a little bit so much love to you molly and tj and to everybody else that's sending a shout out thank you guys so much we're ending cancer season here and i don't want to take the shine away from the cancers just yet so uh, we know what's coming oh we know what's coming and i gotta deal with two babies that were born around my birthday no oh, they gotta have the parties this is not the time to talk about this Happy birthday to all of you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your shout outs. You can send in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you next week. I love you. I love you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. 
Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.